The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! start the show he hasn't killed me yet so we haven't killed each other yet it's, it's coming notice the big gap in between us this yeah. time all righty just bring me up just a little bit hi my name is tom duggan here at the paying attention podcast hi it's up two guys smoke shop at the studio 21 podcast cafe i want to thank our fine fine producer ben still trying to find the show i actually still can't even find it um Thank our sponsors. Let's go through our sponsor list real quick. I want to thank McLennan Real Estate. Love Janin, Janet, Sam, Matt, everybody over at uh, McLennan Real Estate. It's a good time to buy a home. You should be giving them a call. Uh, AFC Urgent Care. If you're still thinking about getting a COVID test, uh, go see Lisa Williams. You behave. She's the best. She is the best. Uh, Marcin and Son, we're going to have Ronnie Marcin. I spoke with him yesterday. Good man. Um, I spoke with Ronnie Marcin yesterday. We're going to have him on the show. And by the way, Ronnie Marcin is having a free breakfast for the hope for the veterans yep. um, on Sunday. Uh, is it Sunday or Saturday? Crap. I forget which. Day I think it's Saturday. All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll find it and we'll, yep. I know I have it on my laptop. He does it every year at country kitchen. He's it's he's, on veterans day, whichever day yep. it, whichever it's, day it is. Veterans day is Wednesday at, at country kitchen. Yep. Um, and we, we love Ronnie Marsan. He's the best. Uh, EIS investigation. Hang on one second. He even added a curbside pickup this year. Did he so, really? Yeah. He's a he's a good guy. I, I'm really hoping he runs for council again. Um, I'm concerned because he was on that previous council that had a lot of problems. But I, I think I think his integrity is still intact. I think if he came back and ran, he'd have a good shot. Uh, Borelli's Deli. I didn't get a chance to stop and get uh, Don the, the, the mayor's uh, lunch at me because I was afraid if I did, he'd throw it at me. I would. Um, clear path New England for veterans. They're going to be here, I think, next week or the week after. They were on um, my show yesterday. Were they really? How, yeah. how did they do? They did great. Um they, uh, it was uh, Mike. I'm trying to remember Mike's last name. And he had a uh, service dog in training, Maggie. She oh, was Maggie's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Yep. Clear Path for Veterans. They do great work for homeless veterans. And we're hearing, um, I've gotten at least five phone calls in the last week from veterans on the street who said they went to Veterans Northeast Outreach and they were turned away. And so I called Randy and, uh, and some of them actually called Randy directly and didn't even call me. Um, and uh, Clear Path, uh, New England, Randy steered them to them, and they did help them out. But it's very sad what's going on at Veterans Northeast Outreach up in Haverhill. John Radkett has got to be rolling over in his grave that the guy who replaced him wants to, A, make it a for-profit organization so they can make money off homeless veterans. That's sickening enough. But then on top of that, they're turning veterans away, and, and I just I, I can't even imagine. And it's being run by a guy who's a veteran who I just – he's the former um, – 
uh, Ed Mitchell. He's the former VSO in North Andover. And I got to tell you, I mean, that's a good guy. I, I always got along with him. I always liked him. He's in my book. We, we honored him as a hero veteran in my book, but there was never a VSO that I got more complaints about because he was never in his office. He was never in his office. He'd never get back to people. And people would call me and say, look, I've been trying to reach this guy for a month. I can't. I go to his office. He's never there. I ask people when he's coming in. They say Wednesday at 8. I come in at Wednesday at 8. He's not there. So, uh, you know, he's now head of Veterans Northeast Outreach. And I don't know, maybe he's a good guy. I, I, I met him. I'm not, I had I'm not a sit down it. with him. I, I got a good impression, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not seeing it on the ground, though. I'm, I'm here. I, I'm having veterans call me at my office at 2 a.m. on Wednesday night, telling me that they're on the street and they went to VNOC and they got and they got turned away. And John Radka built that organization for 20 years with his own hands, his own sweat, his own ideas, with the motto: No veteran will ever be turned away. And I don't care if you have mental health issues. I don't care if you have psychological issues. No veteran should ever be turned away from help. These people served our country. It's a disgrace to turn somebody away. And I also want to thank JG's Ice Cream, which I will be going and getting a mint chocolate chip ice cream um, after the show. Sure. After and, the show. Sure. Yep, after sure. the show. If you want to come, you can, you can buy. I have to work. Oh, you have to work. And Andover Optical, our new sponsor. We want to thank Andover Optical. Um, it just seems like uh, even though... Charlie Baker's continually trying to shut down the state. Uh, biz- businesses are still coming back despite that. And, uh, and so we appreciate when we get new, uh, new sponsors, Andover Optical. I actually just got brand new glasses. And if I hadn't, I waited six years to get glasses. I finally just got them. But my next pair of glasses I'm going to get, if I need a second pair, I'm definitely going to Andover Optical. And a free shout out to the North Andover Car Wash, Don Scientech, and our good friend, friends over at Four Star Lighting. Mr. Mayor. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here. Thank you. So, um, notice the gulf. Pretty, the pretty, gulf between. pretty uneventful meeting last night. Pretty no. boring. Yeah, nothing pretty really boring. going on no. right now. Nothing yeah, really happening. I didn't get my dinner until 1130. <laughs> so, it's got to be frustrating when you're sitting there and um, Council Finicaro con- continually accuses you of things that you have nothing to do with. And I, I don't know who this person is anymore. I still, li- I still like her. There's something about her I still like. I, I don't know why. But, but I watch the meetings, and you'll say the sky is blue, and an hour later she'll say you told me the sky was red, even though we all heard you say it was blue. Mm-hmm. And we all scratch our head thinking, like, is she doing it on purpose? Does she just not know? I don't understand. I, I How don't do know. you deal with it? I, I, so, um, and I'm not going to single out Council Finnegan. I mean, sometimes – so last night um, – you know, there were a lot of things, and I'm sure people. Uh, let me let me just say this. You know, people get emotional. Um, everybody has great passion for the city of Methuen. That's the good thing. Sometimes that passion bubbles over, um, and I'm as guilty of that as the next. Sometimes I, don't, I, try, I, I try to keep it in. I don't think that's true. Well, I think last night was a I little different, upset. but yeah. but but for the most part, yeah, for the most part, you're way more even keeled. You're way more on topic. You you don't yeah. generally don't get emotional, even though there are times. Well, because there's no benefit to it, right? Right. right. So so, um, and, and look, here's the thing. So um, we keep talking transparency, transparency, transparency. I am trying to be fully transparent, mm-hmm. and I say that the word is overused. Um, transparency is the truth. It's not what we want it to be. Right. Right. And, and so, um, you know, I, I think of an old TV show that would never, um, be successful today because it was, uh, it had some offensive stuff in it. And uh, there was one episode where 
they hired a plumber who had a guy working with him who was part of a work release from prison. And the elderly father, who was a bigot, told his story of what happened when the guy on work release came in. And basically, you know, he saw the guy casing the joint and trying to steal things from him. Uh, and then the son-in-law, who was this avowed, very liberal individual, came in and, um, you know, he, he told his version of the story and saw, you know, the guy in work release is throwing bouquets of flowers and, you know, the father-in-law, you know, gruffly treating them. And, um, and, the truth and is then, usually somewhere in the middle, right? And that's the point. The, the mother-in-law came in and told, said, you're both wrong. Here's what actually happened. And that's usually um, when we get emotional, you lose the details of the conversation. Really? Right? Yeah. And so that kind of dovetails into our conversation off the air, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, we've had several off the air this week yeah, we conversations. Have. So, um, and they'll stay off the air unless you bring them on. I had to look up some of those words that you <laughs> were using. <laughs> That's not true. I always break them down into one syllable for you. So, um, I, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, I would tell you, I'm going to use one example. So the appropriation order, and I say this to the citizens, right? And, and so I tried to say this, and I hope it came through, and it was not intended to be snarky. Um, there's an appropriation order for $1.6 The counselor said, uh, there's no detail, there's no, and th that was, um, that hurt my head. Because the previous meeting, if you go to the October 19th meeting, you'll hear that counselor talk that about meeting. the difference between, we gave them two breaks out, excuse me, two breakouts, one that showed, you know, uh, total where each line would go, and then the department by department breakdown, right. there which was is a, there, was, there was a summary page and a breakdown Correct. page. I remember watching Correct. that meeting. And that counselor read from it, right. if you remember, and said, why is this different than this? And then this? at this and meeting said, claimed it never happened. Well, this is because this is by department, right. and this is... A summary page. Right. Um, and then we, two weeks later, have the meeting, and it's like, this, this is not the way we should be doing it. Um, it bordered on accusing me of illegality, which is something we, we will need to discuss. Um, but, um, and I say this fully transparently. I'm not doing anything to steal from the citizens of Mathorne. I cut my own pay to $68,000. That's still plenty to well, do. Well, you've got right. more money than God, so there's no need to steal anything. Well, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. That's I'm nowhere near. I'm the one who said it. Yeah. So, um, but I, you know, the bottom line is you, you've got. Um, there, there's something at the root of this, and I say this, you know, whatever I've done to offend the council, and I, I've searched my memory banks. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we've um, gone over that, and I'm not going to keep trying. Uh, all I can do is present my case to the people. So last night you heard me say, council, if you want to vote against it, vote against it. Right. I'm trying to give a tax break to the people of Methuen. Um, will that take away a tax increase entirely? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But we got 11% unemployment, and you know we tightened the belt. I want to give the council credit. I want to say two things. They did a fantastic job supporting the Halloween drive-through trick-or-treating thing. They did. It was amazing. They did. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, while I didn't agree with all the cuts. Collectively, we did, a, we did a conservative job on the budget. They did a great job on the budget. Yeah. I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff that they did. But right. overall, even Steve say but they all did a great job on yeah. the budget. So, and see, that was, that was good that you gave Steve a, a Listen, I'll, I'll give anybody credit. I don't hold grudges. Yeah. And it, whether I like someone or I don't, I divorce that from yeah. my political analysis. Yeah. So, um, you know, 
I think part of it's understanding. So if we don't do that appropriation last night, then the citizens don't get a tax break. Right. And what happens is the money comes in from the state and it goes to the bottom line, and the citizens pay a higher tax rate despite the effort. So I think to me, that was us saying, hey, we've tightened the belt um, on the city budget. Uh, We recognize tough year. We're still 11% unemployment. Um, We're trying to do a little something to give back. And so that's important stuff. So, you know. Facts over emotion every time. I, I think, I think Councillor Finicaro, uh, there's an expression, and maybe I'm getting it wrong, but throwing out the good for the perfect, you know, like maybe. waiting for it to be yeah. perfect. And I noticed when they're arguing about minute meet, meeting minutes, I mean, if there's one comrade out of place, she's going to vote no. Yeah. And, and ev- nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. And yeah. I know she's a perfectionist, and I know she wants things to be right and legal. Yeah. I, I just, I don't understand throwing out the good for the perfect. And, and, making the public suffer because something's not perfect. So so, um, I'm glad you bring that up because I want to point out to the citizens uh, that we've taken that audio tape. So again, I I know we've talked. So the council's responsible for minutes, uh, and I'm not making any accusations. Things happen, Mm -hmm. right? So only 26 minutes was recorded. There was a problem. Human, but it happens, right? So it's not worth. You weren't in the back unplugging the thing no, on purpose, no, so nobody knew what was no, going on. That's no. the way. That's the way it was laid no, out. No, nor was I intimidating people into voting, um, and that's the important point here. This meeting was on Zoom, um, so um, you know I was informed about the cyber attack on July thirteenth. This is important when you think about that other resolution that they first started talking about last night. I was informed July 13th, and the council was informed July 13th. Um, and they can dispute that, but that's the truth. That's the record. Um, and the CAFO can tell you this is true, and ITMS can tell you it's true. Um, I have a report on my desk from an independent third-party forensic auditor that lauds the efforts of ITMS and Blackpoint, who are the groups that were under contract to the city. Um, long story short... Uh, I've had John Mallory put the 26 minutes that was available. There's an audio tape. Uh, a citizen uh, foyered it. He got it. Um, he got it. And, and this is where you overthink stuff. He got it. He made a big joke because it was on a cassette tape. <laughs> right? Um, and uh, so uh, the city clerk had showed it to me. And I said, I dare not do anything to transfer it to another media to give the guy, because then they'll say... You edited it. He edited it. He took stuff out. So we gave Smart. I wouldn't have thought of that. We gave it to the citizen who then proceeded to, you know, make light of the fact that it was on an audio tape. I mean, cassette tape, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, uh, we did take a copy, and we put the copy on the the website. So Mm -hmm. when you go to the council meeting minutes from the executive session on July 13th, you can listen to the 26 minutes. And I will tell you, the, uh, I'm going to apologize. I'm going to say one bad word. There's no cursing, swearing, screaming. At the end, I did say, at the end of the 26 minutes, you'll hear uh, several of the councils weigh in. Um, I said, hey, this is serious shit. Pardon me for the word. Um, so I drop the F-bomb on the show all either, the time. Either we do it or we don't. It's up to you, council. Right. Right? And, and so the bottom line is, I look you in the face. I look the citizen in the face. We did the right thing. We did the absolute right thing. And I want to um, I want to thank Council Beauregard, Council Saber, especially right, who who understood the gravity of the situation and acted in the moment because uh, Salem, New Hampshire, got cyber attacked two weeks ago. I don't see the big hubbub that right. we had in Methuen, right. right? So, um, 
you know, it, it's all perspective. So transparency is go listen to the audio tape. It right? seemed, and remember that we're all in different places. That meeting was conducted on Zoom. Right. Right? So they voted 8-0 to allow me to appropriate the money. And I say this because this will become important later this week. There was no money spent when the cyber attack started. was late in the day on the 8th to the 13th. There was no money spent by your mayor in between. None. Right? ITMS was already under contract. They were doing the job that the city paid them to do, right? So I didn't go spend money without informing council. That's just not what happened. And so facts become important when you're telling a story. So, uh, you know, I stand by it. And if people are offended by what I did, I'll apologize in advance. But I'll look in the eye and say, I would do the same thing tomorrow if it happened. Because I, we did the right thing. Not I. We. Now, now has it been resolved? You guys have, have now got security in there? So, and so let me found just out say, who did it? And Yeah. So I have a report that um, is confidential. Uh, that won't go on the website. From a third party. Um, um, DOD kind of forensic auditor um, that identifies who, what programs, where they were going. Um, and, and this is common stuff in ransomware. They steal your files, and then they make you pay them to get them back. So we protected the citizens and the employees. That's an important concept there, the employees. Harking back to previous conversations. Um, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, it's important that their data is not, you know, accessed, that the citizens' data is not accessed because the city has a lot of data, right? And so so one of the things you got to be careful about is, you know, some people say, well, the mayor wanted to upgrade the computers anyways. That, yeah, that, that's true. I did. Um, and I had gone to council. And, you know, is there anything we said in public session, did that make them hack us? No. I, I, I Honestly, I refute that theory. But the bottom line is, we didn't just spend they they allowed me to appropriate 272,000 we spent 230 right we bought the computers on a state contract itms um, installed them and put in some training and put in some cyber software and things along that and then there was a third party uh, atlantic data forensics which did the forensic audit so, so there's three so different who was it that did it now they're going to be prosecuted um, so that's a great question. You know, I, so the one thing, looking back, and, and I said, so I probably should have reported it to the FBI as a cybercrime. Right, right? absolutely. Uh, I did not, and that's a mistake on my part. How dare you? Um, but It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Sorry, but, I thought I was a Methuen City well, Councilor for a minute. It's not too late to do it. But I, I think the other thing that's important is, um, and people who work in the industry will understand this, you're never fully protected. Right. You can fool yourself into thinking. So it, it's even very, if you have Norton, McAfee, all absolutely, that stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, if, if they're good, they can get full in full time. Yeah. Right. It's um, so if they can get into DOD and, and you, Pentagon, you, you look at a guy who worked for one of the most secure companies in the world. Right. The U.S. government had my security clearance information with my social security number. They got hacked. The IRS got hacked, and I got notified that my information was right. stolen, and I had to fill out all kinds of forms. Right. I still have um, financial security through the U.S. government because uh, three years ago, I was one of the people that was on the uh, DOD database for secure clearances where my information was taken. Not just my information, but my fingerprint. 
Wow. I'm going to use that in case I decide to murder you <laughs> and say those were my fingerprints were planted there by the person that stole them. Which right? almost so, happened on Monday, I think. It, it was close. Yeah. Very close. I always find a way, though. You do. Yeah. You're, you're elusive. Yes. You're evasive. I'm a likable guy, though. That's why. Sometimes. Yeah. Most of the, most of yeah. the time. Sometimes you raise my ire. That's true. And by the way, sometimes you, you raise my ire this you, week. Sometimes you piss me off I too. I can't believe that. And the, I'm all sweetness and light. But here's the thing, and we talk about this a lot, and it, yeah. and it needs to be repeated as many times as possible in this political environment. You can still be friends and not agree. Yes, you, you can. can still have a fight and not agree. Yes, and, and we be disagree friends. on COVID. We disagree on s- some events that happened earlier this week. Um, it doesn't make you enemies. Right. Right. And right. so regardless of what – so uh, the national election is is a mess. Right. Um, it's it's hurting my head just thinking about it. Uh, I would the rather – The I only would, good part of it is I didn't see anything on the news this morning about COVID. First right, time, right. First time in Since probably – Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, and we're still – It's amazing how it just goes away in the media when something big happens. Yeah, like well, – they, they, when it's a slow news week, it's every day, 24-7, CNN, how, the numbers, how the many more people, the story, how many right? cases, right? right? And then something like this happens, and suddenly COVID doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that goes back to my original point when we used to argue about COVID at the beginning of all this, which is that there was a media hype. There was a media frenzy going on, and they were just blurting out information that, they, that was wrong, yeah. I mean, at the beginning. Well, they, there's a media hype on everything, though, Tom, yeah. right? So, um, so, so, and I think you and I have talked about this, and- um, and I say this candidly. I don't want people. I don't watch Fox. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch MSNBC. I think that's a mistake, by the way. And, and, and you can feel that way. Uh, I do that because they're all filtered, right? Right. They're all so you can watch the same story, although many people would tell you it's not possible, on Fox and CNN, and see it reported two entirely different ways, right? Right. The view from the right, the view from the left. And but I think that's valuable because I watch CNN all day. I'm, not, I'm a conservative. I'm not a liberal. Yeah. But I watch CNN all day because I already know what Fox is going to say. They're going to say all the same things that I want to hear. Yeah. I want to know what the other side is saying so that I can then well, – there, ti- there are times when I watch CNN. That's and called I hate, diversity. I, I hate to, diversity of thought. That I, that yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer in diversity of I thought. I agree. Most of my friends are liberals. Most of my friends aren't conservatives. Yeah. But I, I – I reject labels like conservative and yeah. liberal. No, I'm an ultra-conservative. I'm an independent I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent, but I'm an ultra-conservative. Vote the person, not the party. Right. So you didn't ask me. The Tribune called and said, who'd you vote for? I said, none of your beeswax. Right. <laughs> right. Did I call you and ask you that? No, but no. I'll tell you right now. Okay. You're voting you know, John Kasich. I did. How do you know that? <laughs> so, because uh, Tom Duggan has, has sources everywhere. Yeah, so, oh, sources. We're going to get into that discussion. Yeah. So, we we um, are. Um it's and, coming. And I would tell you is, uh, you know, I know people on the right and left are going to say, oh, man. So, um, but don't I'm, you think I'm be actually, better? I'm actually, you know, I'm worried. I'm worried about our country. I am too. And, and it's so divided. It's so divided, right? We need to, we need, it, it's okay for you to be a pro-Trump guy, right? You're, uh, you're not off my Facebook friends list because you're a Trump guy. Right. Neither is somebody else because they're a Biden guy. Well, Sharon Pollard is the strongest Joe Biden Democrat person we've ever met, oh, yeah. right? And we're still friends. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know, um, you know, there's many other. Uh, uh, Chairman McCarty is a strong Democrat, so I don't know how he voted, but mm-hmm. I, I would guess, you know, um, that doesn't that doesn't make him unlikable because he's strong. You know, differences. I believe each of us 
you know, the experiences you have in your life, they, they bring you up a certain way and, you know, they, they form the fiber of who you are and how you view things, right? And I, I see the advent of 24-hour news coverage as a non-positive thing. I don't want to say negative. No, I so think it has I, I enormous it potential, but in the race to get the story first and to make the story last, right, people were willing to go with this much. Right. There used to be my some frust- credibility. My frustration is no matter when it is, you put on CNN or Fox and they're... It used to be you'd put on cable news and there'd be 20 stories for the day. You'd yeah. learn all kinds of stuff. What happened? A shot, cop got shot in Nebraska. Yeah. Um, you know, a big fire in Florida killed yep. five people. Yep. Now they go one story all, all day. day long. Yeah, I agree. And they don't and it's tell- breaking news for 24 hours. I know. Hours. Every, every five minutes it's breaking yeah. news and then they're telling you something they told you an hour ago. How yeah. is that breaking or news? Yeah. It's not. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, See, we agree on that. Well, we agree on a lot of stuff. We disagree on a well, lot of stuff, too. Let's not get carried away. That's, so, that's, uh, no. <laughs> so, you know, I think, um, I think you know, we need to start learning to listen to each other a little bit better. Right? Oh, I agree and, with and I, mean I, that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, listening is important. It, it, it's, uh, you know, I listen to people who think differently. So I listen to people who are strong liberals, using your terminology. I listen to people who are strong conservatives. Um, there's a group of guys I see usually once a week. Um, there's six people in the group. Four are strong, heavy, heavy conservatives. Heavy. They're like me. just about you. Right. Yeah. And then two of them are more Liberal. in my neck of the woods. Right. right? Oh, more independent. Yeah. And, and one of them's actually towards the towards the left yeah and that's okay and and i find value in a lot of what all of them say mm-hmm. right i often sit there and wonder what makes them think that why, why do i think that what am i missing right um but sooner or later um whoever's in washington and i'm not talking just about the president because i think it's one of the misnomers we have is that the president is going to make all the decisions on everything right um we need our senators, right, to be able to uh, – so, uh, you know, Kennedy and um, Tip O'Neill and – Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan could not be more different political ideology. And they, they go, always found a way right. to get together on the important and stuff. And they'd go to lunch. It was right. never – like they, they'd sit on the floor of the right. house and they'd yell at each other and then they'd all yep. go for lunch. Yeah. And I think that's – So we have that, Methuen. You know, we have the city council. Well, you me, don't. We're yeah, all – no. All rowing the boat. No, the problem with the Methuen City Council is they're all grandstanding and politicking at the table. I don't and see that. any opportunity that they can to politic at the table, they will. They will grandstand with half information, no information, and they don't really seem to care. Like, I listened to that discussion last night about the, em- the, about the employee, all right, that came down with COVID, the big fight that you guys had. Yeah. And I watched that, and I thought... I thought we weren't going to talk about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just didn't want to talk about that one thing I said before we went on the air. Um, but... But I, I promised I'd be on good behavior. I said I made somebody promise that I would not punch you today, so I'm not going to. I'd be you. okay with that. All right, it'd be great for. I ratings. would be too. Look, yeah. it'd be great for ratings. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, Sable would watch it over and over on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> he give it. He give the tape to people at Christmas. I, for I, I was just going to say I'd give it to Steve as a Christmas. Right. Here you right. go, buddy. Yeah. Um, so I don't. You know. So that's an emotional topic, right? 
And so, um, but what I'm what, what I'm a, I, so like every so you gave you gave me kind of a compliment at the beginning. I'm just I'm an emotional guy when it comes to integrity, when it comes to employees. Yeah, you need to stop I think, doing that. I think the employees have a right to respect, excuse me, expect some level of privacy. Right. Whether it's discipline, whether it's um, something like this, we have an obligation to them that it, it's not necessarily newsworthy to start. Right, if they choose to make it newsworthy, that's an entirely different kettle of fish to me. Right, so we, we you know, uh, I'm protective. It's like being a parent. Right? I, understand. I understand. I've been a parent all my life. It's the role I resonate with most. But so sometimes, I approach things but sometimes it's better to count to ten, give somebody the benefit of the doubt, and sure. ask them first before. Are you upset because I yelled before, at you? Well, no. I think what I think what was hurtful. Hurtful. I, and I don't use that word often, so pay attention. You got any tissues? I think I, th- I think what was hurtful is that there was no benefit of the doubt given. There was no, yeah. you know, why did you do it that way or yeah. what happened? It was just an assumption that my motive was bad. Yeah. And agree. And for the people at home, let's just let's just blow out what we're talking about. Yeah. So I got I got information that a city employee tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And I went about my day. I didn't think anything of it because yeah. it's not news. Lots of people testing positive for COVID. Then about an hour later, I got a copy of an email that was sent by the city attorney saying that he was exposed to that person and that he wasn't coming to the meeting that night. Um, so I called, actually I didn't call, I texted two city councils, asked them for a quote and asked them if they were concerned about the, having a meeting at all because the city attorney's not going to be there yeah. and maybe he had access to people that are going to be in the hall. Yeah. Um, so I asked them both to give me a quote, which they did. Neither one of them were my sources. Um, and I wrote the story and I posted it. And in the third paragraph, by accident, I mentioned the person's middle, the, the person's last name. Within a minute and a half, because when I post something online, I always go back to check to see if I put a comma in the wrong place or I spelled something wrong. Within a minute and a half, I'd gone through it twice, and my second time around, I saw the name and went, holy crap. Before I even got a complaint about it, I pulled it out, and I posted it without, without the name. I also then picked up the phone, called the employee, even though he had no idea this had happened, called the employee, left him a message and said, hey... I know we've known each other for a long time. If word gets to you that this happened, I want you to know that it was a mistake. It was only up for about a minute and a half, and I'm really sorry about it. Because that's just who I am, right? Even though I'm not bound by HIPAA, I'm not bound by these rules because I'm the press, it's the right thing to do to not put the person's name in the story. Yep. And I had no intention of putting the person's name. Although I've seen the Tribune do it. I've seen the Globe do it. Yep. We all know Chris Christie came down positive because somebody leaked his information. He did? Um, there's been a number of people who have been outed in the press as having tested positive for COVID. And it's, and, and I think it's wrong. I thought it was yeah. wrong when they did it to Baron Trump. I think it was wrong when they did it to Chris Christie. So I wasn't going to do it myself. I had no intention on doing that. But the discussion that took place last night made it seem as though I purposely outed this guy and the fake outrage uh, among counselors who had partial, if not no information at all about what actually happened. Yeah. Went on for an hour, and I'm sitting there watching this going, there's no real problems in Methuen that they could be talking about other than who, who my source might be and the fact that I made a mistake for a minute and a half and included a name that's no longer there. Yeah, you popped up You popped up on my phone, so I see when you post like that. Oh, okay. Just, you know, All right. so I was in the city. I don't have that meeting. capability. You should show me how to do that. I will. Okay. Um, so I, I guess, you know, l- let me just say this. Um, 
and, and you left out an important. I called you and I reamed you um, Monday. And um, was I emotional about it? Yeah. Did I overreact? Maybe. Um, I'm okay with overreacting. I think I, what was hurtful is that there was no presumption that it was a mistake or that this... Absolutely agree with I that. I got no benefit absolutely of the doubt. Absolutely agree with that. And I think I deserve so, the benefit uh, of the doubt. I think I'm a pretty so, professional guy. Uh, but let me just say this. I'm, um, I'm paternalistic in my approach to the employees, and they may not think that. And sooner or later, that citizen's going to write in and say, how does it make you feel, Mayor, that people go to the media versus going to you? Right. It makes me feel pretty crappy. Right. Because uh, sooner or later, people are going to... Uh, and, and people are going to learn that when I give you my word, I keep my word. Mm -hmm. And so uh, here I am doing the 11th show because uh, I told you I'd do it. Um, you know, but the, uh, there was a lot of debate over how mad was I at you? Should I skip the show? Should, you know, should we I? We never skip the show. We, our ratings are through the roof right now. So. Well, and so, you know, that, that's important to me. So I'm all about understanding and respecting differences. Um, do I always do a great job? Showing that? No. Because I'm a human being, mm -hmm. just like everybody else. But you shouldn't, so feel, you shouldn't feel bad that people come to the press instead of going to you. I do. Because the person who told me has literally nothing to do with the city of No, Michelin. no. I, I, so forget that. Um, forget this week's incident. People, people go to the press a lot. About a lot of stuff. I get yeah. calls a lot. And most of the time, I don't even use the information. It's, most of not the time, the, it. it's not the preferred approach. And... You know, the backstory of Methuen is, well, they do that because they think things are, it came up on the show last time. They think things are going to get swept under the rug. I'm not sweeping anything under the rug, including my own screw-ups. And I sure as hell never sweep anything right? under the rug. Nor should you. And, 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 I, get, and I, get crap, I get crapped on for it every day. Well, so here's, so, you know, people, um, people got to understand, uh, human beings sometimes are going to be less than perfect. That includes the mayor, right? Uh I I had a, a coffee with the mayor this morning with ten employees, spread physically distanced. Everybody's um, wearing their mask. Yeah, everybody's oh, wearing good. the mask. Do you have little circles like Joe Biden? No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> there he is, trying to Joe Biden me right there. Um, but that's an important thing to me because it's important that the people in City Hall hear from me regularly. It's important that every city employee—I shouldn't say just City Hall—to um, me, uh, I was elected to to. Um, make some change in Methuen, to move the city forward, to um, respect the employees. I don't think I've done anything to disrespect them since I got elected. I think I got to agree with that. Um, now, um, did I ask them to take pay concessions? You betcha. Right? Did I want to do that? No. It's far easier to say, yeah. It's your job. Right. So we had a budget, um, you know, and these are tough times. COVID caused less state revenue than we, we wanted to. Uh, last night's appropriation that we already talked about, uh, we got a little bit back. We were conservative. That was a good thing. That's good on the council, good on the mayor, good on the CAFO, good on the team, right? We did the right thing by the city. Um, they do great work on the council 90% of the time. So part of it has to but be the fostering, fostering a level of trust. There's never going to be a level of trust well, with those so, guys. So there has it's to be. never going to be. So it's there not has going to happen. To be. It's well, just not. Well, I, I beg to differ. I know. Because this goes back if you're to consistent. So you, you said to me last time, you know, are you going to run again? I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, I appreciate the, uh, the breaking yeah, news. Yeah, too. you got the, yeah, you were the one first. Because one you gave it to me first, it ended up on the front page. There you go. Um, with not so flattering a picture of me, but hey. I, you know, I, was, I thought it was all right. Um, I'm not a girl though, so but I the bottom, <laughs> But the bottom line is... Um, you know, there's things that COVID has slowed down that I want to restore in the city. Right. So people ask me, why, why do you do this? 
why are you doing this? And the short answer is, I I love the city of Methuen. I love being the mayor, not because I get to call myself the mayor, right? Um, Because... The power uh, hasn't gone to your head like Mike Samad? Uh, well, I don't think Mike's gone. I don't think it's gone to Mike's uh, It's totally head. gone to his head. Okay. Totally. Well, well, he's a totally different person. So he's been supportive of me. Uh, we've differed on a couple of things. So he and I are much like you and I, in my view. He's, he's uh, I don't want to say disappointed me, voted against certain things that I wanted to vote for. That's Certain, part of... He certainly disappointed me. Okay. Well, and, and, you know, maybe I can set up a meeting and we can all hug it out. Um, I'd, I'd be okay with that, but I... I don't know. Well, I guess what I'd say is it's important for the residents to understand. So it, there's not ever going to be kumbaya nirvana. Right. I don't. I expect the councils to do their job, do their job. But the politics at the table not has my to job. stop. Yeah. The politics at the table. They had a one-hour discussion last night about a newspaper that has nothing to do with city business. They had an hour discussion with no information, nothing backed up. Nothing. They had no what newspaper. No, the Valley Patriot. They had no. They had no backup information, <clears throat> and they all talked about something as if it was true when it wasn't, and wasted an hour of the city's time when they could have been doing real work. Yeah. And my frustration is not so much because it was me. Yeah. If they were yelling about Bill Kirk at the Tribune, I'd be just as pissed off. Yeah. Because I'm watching a government meeting of government officials who should be talking about government, not using it to score political points. Well, and I guess so. So I'm a big fan of root cause, right? When you take the, forget the Valley Patriot, root cause there is understanding uh, what roles are. What's the role of council? Right. What's the role right. of the mayor? And the council president does not know his role. Well, so I'm not going to critique you have to him. Agree, you have to admit that. He does I'm not, not know his role. I'm not going to critique him. Um, you know, he, he was upset last night. And, and um, um, you know, uh, people can criticize his style. Uh, process-wise, he's usually pretty good. He was upset last night. So uh, I was upset last night. I said some things I probably shouldn't have. He didn't look upset. He looked like he was giggling while he was making no, accusations. No, that's... That's, that, I that's, don't find that. I don't find that. Go back and watch the tape again. And, uh, I will. And watch it objectively like an, like an outsider. He was giggling watch while he like was making it. like an outsider? How do I do that? Listen, I do that all the time. When I watch the debates, I watch it like somebody who hadn't made up his mind. I'll use my outside eyes. You try to be objective. Uh, I'm always trying to be objective. See, I sit back. So I'm an Irishman. So after the meeting. So uh, forget the meeting. Um, we I, thought, did, I thought he was we Dominican. <laughs> Muy bien, senor. Yeah, see. Um, after the, the trick-or-treat event, which, which went really well, right? The councils all participated. We had employees participating. It, 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 the people were in line a long time, but they were so pleasant. The kids were dressed. It was, it was uplifting. It was a great community event. I'm always focusing on what did we do wrong and how do we fix it, right? right? So the traffic getting into the event was a problem, right? So next time we do something like that, we're we're gonna you know focus on that a little bit better. Um, you know, I'm thinking about something for Christmas right now that I hope would dwarf the the trick or treat thing because I think the citizens. It's been a tough year for everybody. I've got a deeper question though. Yeah, should it ever be the role of a government official to cancel Halloween to tell people they can't go trick or treating to tell people they can't? I mean, to, yeah, so we're going to we, disagree we on this. We, yeah, we, so uh, I, I do. So, you know, we had a lot of people doing it. So I guess my answer would be, when does the collective we matter more than the individual me? Well, that's, that's so the my rights as an individual. That's the difference between communism and capitalism. That's well, the difference between freedom but, and non-freedom. But here's the thing. 
So when do your rights cross over into my rights? When, I, when my fist hits your face. <laughs> That's what the Supreme Court said. No, uh, well, That's what the Supreme Court said. It's more than that. So the Supreme Court didn't consider COVID because we didn't have it till right. this year. Right? So do you have the right to jeopardize? So I say this. Let's go back to the COVID case at City Hall. So uh, uh, I think it became a hysteria event. Um, there has to be some level of trust. I did a lot more than saying there's hand washing stations in City Hall, mm -hmm. right? We have foggers you've in gone, every building. You've gone overboard. Yeah. So um, when I left, uh, he was spraying, he was fogging. I don't want to say spraying because for the, for the second time today, there'll be a third time tonight. Um, we tested to your Rick D'Agostino email. Rick D'Agostino was not a close contact. A close contact is defined, and this is what people have to understand, is you and I right now are probably less than six feet for 15, more than 15 minutes. If you got diagnosed as COVID positive, I would be a close contact. Right. And I'd be dead, by the way, because I have a pre-existing condition. Well, that's as, pretty bad. So would I, probably. But the, the bottom line is a close contact is within six feet for 15 minutes or more. Right. A three-minute conversation with an individual who is probably the most um, conscientious about mask wearing, the individual who, who got it, does not make you uh, a close contact. But we, as a city, I was notified at 8.35 a.m. Monday morning, we went into a plan so how we could take essential employees and get them tested, and how we could take other people who had potentially been exposed and tested. Um, and, and we did that. We tested over 27 people. There weren't three additional. There were three total, mm -hmm. right? So, um, you know, canceling the meeting, I, don't, I, I, I guess, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be anxious about COVID. You, everybody should. But COVID is there. I, I mean, when I drive back to City Hall, if I stop at a store to get a soda... It could be there. Right. And the residents, the people have to understand that going to Market Basket, it could be right next to you. Right. Right? There's no recipe. No one can guarantee that you're not going to get it. It just doesn't work that way. But you can't, you can't, we can't become a communist society because of COVID. We can't communist. say, we can't say that because of the collective, now the government has the right to tell you, you can't go to work, you can't yeah. have Halloween, you can't. And and I'm I'm a, as a civil libertarian, yeah. even though I'm a right-wing conservative, I'm also very much a civil libertarian. Oh. Which is, why, which, which, cultures there. which is a reason why another reason why I'm not a Republican. Um, but as a civil libertarian, it, it's morally offensive to me when Dan Rivera issues a, an order and says no Halloween, or when the town manager in North Andover issues an order and says you can't do this. Or the or, mayor of Methuen. Or the governor says you have to close at 9 because we all know COVID's much more scary after 9 o'clock at night. Listen, what we said was uh, some people did trick or treat. That's up to them. Right. So you um, were, so you didn't ban it. You were just saying the city. We not were saying the it. city is not sponsoring trick or treat. I'm okay with that. And, I'm okay but, with that. But here's the thing. So people got to understand that you, if you put a bowl of candy out and a kid reaches their hand in, as soon as that first child puts their hand in, there's potential transmission there. Not really, though. Oh, I mean, yes. we, we now know from the CDC that it's not easily transmissible from objects anymore. Yeah. That, that, I mean, the first memo that came out in March. Yeah. They were, t they, no were saying, masks. they were saying no masks. They were saying no masks unless you're sick. A no masks and B you can get it very very easily. And we knew that wasn't true yep. psychologically because we were all going to the corner store buying our stuff, punching the same keypad yeah. where we put a, a, a credit card in, yeah. and that those places weren't hotspots. So we knew. 
But anyways, they told us but we, on the but surface, the facts, but, but now we know it's not. So on the Halloween thing, yeah. it, it's very, very low chance so that I someone's going to get it from I, taking I, candy we, from a bowl. I should have brought some charts. We can look at the charts I'm throwing and show you that since Labor Day, the numbers have jumped increasingly. And that represents well because um, we've opened up. I mean, people have gone back to work. We're possibly going back to school, and that's going to happen. People have relaxed a mm-hmm. little bit. We're, I agree. We're eight months into it, and people say, hey, "You know, I." Um, you come north of the border here in New Hampshire. Nobody's wearing a mask. Everybody's back to work. But their cases are jumping, brother. But but they're not spiking the way you think that oh, they would after yes, four weeks of everything being open. They're jumping. If they're not jumping like they're like Massachusetts, jumping. which is locked down, you know, partially locked still locked down. No, just ten p.m. to five a.m. Crazy, crazy. Where is the science behind? You know, I know you're not Charlie Baker, but where is the science behind taller. behind uh, like after nine o'clock, COVID's more dangerous? Yeah, I heard, I heard that. So um, I don't think that's his approach. I think what he's, his approach is is that. Um, you know, the socializing, um, as you get later in the night, um, relaxed social distancing, right? So, leads to transmission. I, I, I you know, I, I really don't have that hard a time with it. So, most of the time, if I'm not at work, yeah. I'm home under my blanket watching TV mm-hmm. or yelling at some editor of the Valley Patriot on the yeah. phone. Um you know, um, I'm actually getting used to that now. <laughs> that was when joke. the phone rings and it says, "May." Actually, when my phone rings, it says Steve Zanny, <laughs> because that's when I programmed it. Programmed the mayor's office into my phone when Zanny was in. So when it says, it says Steve Zanny, and I answer the phone, and and I answer the phone, I go take a shower, make myself something to eat, I come back, he's still yelling at me. So I'm used to it by now. What's oh, going? Sure. What's going? What's going on with the police audit? Uh, this is the month to finish it up. Is it going to be as bad as Mike Samad and those who hate Joe Solomon have been publicly saying since day one? I don't know. So you're not like getting updates as they go? You're no. not saying, hey, just to let you know we're finding this or we're not finding well, they, that? So they give me updates on where they are from a status perspective. Uh, from they're, they're in the last piece of it, which is the one-on-one interviews. And, and you know, right away, uh, I've assured, if any officers are watching, your anonymity is insured. Yep. So um, I want you to talk to the auditors, and I want you to tell them the good, the bad, the indifferent. But tell the truth. Don't be making stuff up because you truth. don't like somebody yeah, or, or, or inflating somebody because you do yeah. like them. Yeah. And, and so we so need when, to – So when, when will we so, have an answer? Um, probably right after Thanksgiving. Really? So uh, I think I said in the council meeting last night, you're probably filming and you know still frothing at the mouth of what happened earlier. I was actually so more pissed off. Me. I was actually more pissed off at Mike Samad than I was at you last night. Mike Samad, what did he say? This is a guy I gave an award with my father's name on that I campaigned for that I've never once said a I bad word about. I never got an award about, from the Valley Patriot. That, I ne- that I've never said a bad word about. And this guy has done nothing but kick sand in my face since he got elected. He's, he's, he's attacked my integrity. He's attacked me. Pro- it's one thing to say I think Tom Duggan's wrong. He shouldn't do that. That's one thing. He doesn't do that. He attacked my integrity. And I have never attack- attacked his integrity ever. Okay. I think and I, should, I don't, I I don't think expect I that from anybody. Group, group I don't expect hug. that from anybody. That I've been, I, I, it's bad enough that I get it from people who don't know me and don't know who I really am. That's fine. If, yep. my, if Steve Sable wants to run around saying that stuff, but he knows better. Now, you were in such a high with Steve there. You, you, you talked about some good stuff with Steve, and there you go. Well, look, sometimes he does good stuff, and I'm going to divorce my personal opinion and <laughs> Ooh, say. You have to use the D word. 
what was the D word? Divorce. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that's yeah. a soft spot. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to remove, I, and I do, and, I, and anybody who's followed me for more than five minutes knows this. Whether I like someone or I don't like somebody, if they do something good, I'm going to say they did something good. And if somebody's a friend of mine, like this guy, and I think he's doing something wrong or bad, I'm going to say he's doing something wrong or bad. And most people, like, you know that. So it doesn't affect our friendship. Yeah. There are other people that don't, and that's fine, and they can do whatever they want to do. But Mike Samad knows better. And this is a guy who's a hero police officer that I've gone, uh, he's been on the front page of my paper many times, and I've done nothing but be nice to this guy. I've done nothing but give him the benefit of the doubt. And I don't expect to have my integrity attacked. He's a good man. He didn't just question I my think, integrity. He I attacked think should, it. I think you should invite him to lunch and sit down and break bread together. I would. But, you know, I've, I've spoken to him when this happened in previous cases. And he said, yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. I should have done that. And he's still doing it. So how many times can your kids say I'm sorry before you punish them for doing the same thing over and over? And Well, the I act just, of forgiveness is the greatest act there is. So. Well, if he wants to be forgiven, then we can talk about that. But well, I, I don't, I'm I, not I, saying I, he does. After last night, I'm 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 shocked. Actually, I missed something. I'm shocked. I'm Maybe shocked. I was so emotionally into the meeting last night that I missed something. No, he, called, he attacked my integrity, and I don't appreciate that, especially from a guy that knows better. Okay. If he I didn't know me, I go. If it, if it was Jim McCarty, Jim doesn't know me. He only met me through politics. I go. Okay. Well. That, so that so let's sense. get into a, a. So I I filed on my own a resolution to have the counselors rescind the 1945 acts of. Act 201 of the 1945, which the creates... Intermittent officers. Yeah. I thought that was a good thing. Okay. Just wanted to check, because I, I would have thought you would have been against that. No, no, I think that's a good thing. So, I, I think, you know, um, and I say that publicly, I, I, Methuen, you know, we need to be a civil service community. We need to follow the letter of the law. There's no need for intermittent officers anymore. I there agree. was at a time. At a time, there was, there was, a, there, there was a need for it. Yeah. Right, and there isn't now. And maybe some yep. more time in the future, Methuen might need that. And they can always try and petition the legislature to make it happen. Yeah, um, I don't think so. I, I think we got regular, we got reserves, and we got specials. Mm-hmm. And specials are all retired. Um, what's the correct word? Permanent police officers, right? Mm-hmm. Who work details and things like that. Right. So, th- to me, that's a that's a staffing structure that works, mm-hmm. right? And so, that's not a pro chief statement, anti chief statement. This is about me, how we want our police department to be. It's the same thing on the fire side, civil service. Period. Follow the letter of the law. Um, and, you know, um, I have an arbitration coming up on that, on the intermittents. And, um, you know. You should win that. Well, I, you know, I'm comfortable with my approach. And so I say this, you know, a lot of people think I'm anti this person or anti that person. In most cases, I don't even know the person. Right. Right. Um, I made a decision based upon the law that I read. People always project onto you what they themselves do. And because yeah. so many people in this business do make the decisions based on who it is they're talking about, not yep. the legalities of the office that they're holding. And I get it all the time. People are constantly questioning my integrity because they don't have any. Yeah. And they think that I'm doing things the way they're doing it. And yeah. it's just not the case. Well, and I think, you know, so go back to the discussion we were having a couple of minutes ago. Um, at some point, there has to be, start to be a development of trust. And so I'm going to go back to the COVID case one last time, and then we'll let it go. All right. Um, there has to be a, an expectation of trust that I'm going to do the right thing. I am a 62, almost 63-year-old male. So you mean you want people to give you the benefit of the doubt? I do, okay. yeah. Right. Uh, you're going to get punched. Because <laughs> um, so, um, it's not real fun when you're not getting the benefit I am of the a very high-risk individual. I am too. I have diabetes. I have heart disease. Um, I have- Mental uh, illness? <laughs> no. Kidney infection. 
Um, and you I said had surgery? That. So, so yeah, I had my gallbladder taken out. My sugar's been great since my gallbladder got I taken bet, out. I, I bet once the pain, I had my gallbladder. I yeah. had three back surgeries. Yeah. When I had my gallbladder out, it was more painful than my back surgeries. Yeah, it, it was bad, but uh, but I'll once it went away, I felt great. Can you eat fried food? Y- yes, but in small doses. I, I small so, doses. Uh, I would agree. So if I eat more than like two or three French fries, disaster. Yeah. Right. I had a salad. I won't say from what place the other night, which had uh, crispy chicken in it. You know, fried. Oh, it was ugly. Yeah. Right, and it, it was so delicious. Right, and so you couldn't I stop forget, eating. I couldn't, because right. I said I'm going to make myself sick, and literally I did. Right. Um, but you know, so if you're watching residents of Bethlehem, make sure you get out. Go to go to my my man John at Bada Bing. He's been so good to our community. John Smirkley at Borelli's, right, JG's, um, uh, Ellie's Farmhouse, uh, all these man's orchards. These people are the backbone of this community. Um, they helped us with our ha- uh, Halloween event. Um, Give back to these folks, right? People and- take those businesses that you mentioned and a few others yeah. totally for granted in every community. Yeah. In every community, you've got the back si- six or seven business owners that are doing okay. They're yeah. not you know, hurting. They're doing okay. And as soon as they start doing okay, they then turn around and do something to help the community. They either donate yeah. food or yeah. they donate service. Yeah, Irish Cottage. They, I mean, we're, we're fortunate. The Irish right? Cottage is great. Yeah. The Irish Cottage is fantastic. Yeah. Um, they do a lot for the community. So I, I, I always think it's important to give them as much free cred and free publicity as you possibly can, even yeah. though some of them aren't, aren't sponsoring the show. Yeah. Because when something does come up, like um, who, who were your friends that, um, that was that are sponsoring the tree? They put out that they would pay for the tree. They'd go in they'd, if you had a tree. Oh, Dave Abear and Kim Abear from uh, New England Die. Right now, these, these are people. Fantastic I, individuals. I've never heard from these people before in my life. I didn't yeah. know that they existed. They called me and said, "I want to put in an ad. We want to do this. We want to donate a Christmas tree to Methuen." Yeah, and I thought that was great. Oh, uh, that's salt of the earth. That and was. Let me great. just say this. Um, so I had a past relationship, and, and everything begins with relationships, right? right? So they are trusting enough of it. So Kim. Uh, I know Dave well too, but Kim was a member of a supplier advisory council when I worked at that high tech company. She was on a group that we used to meet with regularly and say, hey, how can we improve the relationships? She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. She is down to earth, approachable, a person of a word. Uh, so we, we naturally got along well, right? When I heard, I was still at Raytheon, I heard they were moving to Methuen. I was like jumping through the the window here, yeah. right? Because uh, they're fantastic people, right? And they want to support the community. So, you know, get out and support your community. And I, I got to say one more thing I promised I would. Um, Methuen cares. Yes. We're still looking for donations. So we, we're, you know, we're taking food to the homebound, to the elderly, to people that are quarantined, people that are shut in, and we're delivering. Um, we're still at 10 dits in place in Methuen. Uh, big, huge thank you to Ernie Bach Jr., who made a $25,000 uh, donation. Thank you, Senator DiZoglio, for arranging that for us. Um, he, uh, I, I have to go to council to accept the gift. Last night we had, uh, uh, I hated to have it on Zoom because uh, Joe and Jody Daniels, in memory of their son JD, who was killed in a hit and run with a tragic event. Um, those people are wonderful. I met them when they left. I was damn near in tears when I met them. They they gave thirty three thousand to the city of Methuen to give to the fire department to buy a Jaws of Life. Nice. And all they asked was that the city appropriate the same amount by a second one. That's a no brainer. Mm-hmm. There is tremendous good in our community. Sooner or later, we have to stop trying to live our lives in the past. Right. 
and think about all the th- bad things that have happened to us and and start looking forward and and you know uh, and I start, when and I make a mistake hold me accountable and start making it political too i mean yeah. you know these are people in the community the people that own manorchids borales they're not political people they're, no, not, they're, they're and, awesome and, people. and 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 they don't think that oh this Mr. person Fitz, he dressed up as billy bob for halloween he looked awesome oh yeah yeah he helped now there's the owner of manorchids and the guy is out there in costume, helping me move boxes of candy out to the road. Right. I mean, salt of the earth, Mr. Fitz. Oh, they're the best. Right? The best. Uh, you know, by the go way, down we, to Man's now, yep. get your apples. Uh, and by the way, you Apple may not know, but they got, they got chicken barbecues there. Really? Right? They got a thing called the Smash Burger. Uh, try it. You get two, they're like sliders. Oh, my God. They're lethal. Wow. Fantastic. I always go in for the apple crisp because yeah. I love the apple crisp from Man's yep. Orchards. Yep. Um, I went to Mr. Zappala's Wake. From Triple E, passed away. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. And the Piros were in there. Piros, Triple E's. Piros are great people. Awesome. I don't know them well, awesome. but I, I've interacted with them They'll a few times. They'll be getting a call from me on the way back to the office. Good. I'm going to order my blueberry cream pie for Thanksgiving. Tell them I said hello. I will. Great Tell people. So we've got a few minutes left. Yeah. Give us, um, give us some hope. Um, <laughs> Give us some news. Tell us. Tell I'm us running for president. Tell us what's going on um, <laughs> in the next month or so that people need to know. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of things. So um, I'm late on the camera program. Did I discuss that here before? Uh, you said you were going to do it. Okay. So we've got the IFB uh, ready to go out. Uh, we pushed it aside because uh, we've got CARES funding. So let's talk a little bit about because. Uh, Can I, I just make, stop you yeah. for a second? I've been running an, a free CARES ad for you guys. Yeah. And then you guys moved from the school over to the loop and didn't tell me. So it ran wrong last month. And you screwed s- us. And I happened to just be chatting with Randy. Wait, I'll call you and yell at you. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time today. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, when you guys move and stuff, yeah. like, can you just let me know? Because I'm running a free ad for you guys. Yeah. I took the ad that you had that was a full page or a half yep. page. I made it a little smaller, but I kept it in, even though it's not being paid for, because I want to contribute. Yep. Um, but when you guys move, you got to let me know so yeah, I can change absolutely. the information on the ad. Yep. That, so that's on us. Um, so Jessica I think, was giving you a hard time about CARES money last night. What was that about? Well, so uh, so the CARES money is not all about the CARE Center. So I want to – the CARES Act is federal funding that came to the state that comes through the city. Um, I, I made the mistake. So um, our veteran service officer requisition will go out on Monday. will be posted on Monday. We're looking for a new one because Tom Hargraves retired. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're watching and you're interested, there is no preordained candidate. Please apply. Yeah. Right? There's a search committee. But we want it to be a veteran and we want it to be somebody from a Well, thorn. it has to be a veteran. And it has to be somebody from a thorn. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and, um, you know, we have the VFW American Legion doing events next week that I plan on attending. I have great respect for uh, the people who have fought for the freedoms that we enjoyed to even the, to agree to disagree. Um, and we have, uh, I'll tell you what, one of the greatest embarrassments since I got elected mayor is we got this wall of people that paid the ultimate sacrifice and given their lives. Mm-hmm. And somebody actually told me we make the families pay for the frame. And I just think that's crap. Yeah, it's, that's insane. So we are going to dress that up. Good. Um, will that be done by next Wednesday? No. And will we ever make a family do that again? No, never. Not as long as I'm breathing. Uh, even when I'm not mayor, I'll pay for the frame out of my damn pocket right. if it's necessary. Over and above that, I made the mistake. So we are, we are, uh, and the contract will go to council. They'll get to approve it. Uh, you started we, saying I made the mistake. What was the mistake? Well, I made the mistake of saying gifts. So uh, one of the things I wanted to do is it's it's Veterans 
month mm-hmm. to me, not just the day. And we want to give uh, air purifiers to the VFW and to the American Legion, just like we're doing for the city buildings. So we're buying a large number of air purifiers to help the air that we breathe in our buildings. Um, and, and as soon as you I said, said as soon gift, as you said gift, yeah, she jumped on you. Yeah, but it's just the one. So. Um, listen, if council decides they don't want to approve the contract for the air purifiers, it is what it is, right? If that's the case, I'll reach into my savings account and pay for the air purifiers. Don't say that because then they'll say, well, well, let's let him pay. No, because I can't pay, I can't pay for the city ones. These things are about, uh, eight grand a piece, right? For an air purifier? These are big room ones, Tom. So uh, what I'm talking about for eight grand, it better do a lot more than purify my air. Um, uh, uh, yours is going to be special. It will. It should have like a vodka. Uh, like eliminate a, you from. It should the have air. like a vodka spout or something. <laughs> It'll eliminate you from the air. Um, we're putting one in the uh, great hall too, right? So all, all the all the anxiety over the air we breathe in that room should be calmed down. But you know, gift probably the wrong word. I'm just trying to get a sentiment out. I feel like we owe something to the people who fought for the freedoms that we enjoy. Absolutely. Right? See, at the Valley Patriot, it's always Veterans Month. We we yeah. honor a veteran, veteran yeah. every month on the front page. We have at least three or four stories about veterans, things yep. that it's for veterans. Um, and, and, and it's very near and dear to my heart because my grandfather, and I don't think I've, I've said this uh, uh, publicly, uh, although it's on the back of my book. Yeah. Uh, my grandfather was on Corregidor in World War II. Yeah. And he was on the medical ship that liberated the guys that were left in the concentration camps after liberation. They're the ones yeah. that transported them back home. Yeah. And the stories that he tells yeah. of what they found when they went into those yeah. concentration camps. When I was a kid, I, you know, you're, you're a kid. You're eight, you're nine years old. It's just a grandpa story. Yeah. Then you get into seventh grade and you start learning about it. Well, today they don't. Today they learn about global warming and abortion. But yeah. back then, in seventh grade, <laughs> you learned about Corregidor in World War II. Yeah. And I and I started and I remember sitting in class and reading about the war in Corregidor, and I went, "Holy crap! My grandfather went through that." Yeah. And ever since then, ever since seventh grade, reading the story and and having it hit home and be real yeah. that these stories my grandfather was telling weren't just made up invention stories that we yeah. always thought they were. Um, ever since that moment. I've always had a tremendous amount of, huge amount of respect. So for my veterans. uncle Jack, my father's brother, mm-hmm. was on the sub, and I forget the name. I keep going to say Kingfisher, but I'm not sure that's the one that, during World War II. He was on the nurse, uh, the sub that took the nurses off Corregidor when we oh, moved okay. out of Corregidor. My father, USMC, right? Now, he was post-World War right. II. He's a little younger, but um, I am... And if you watch me make a bed, you would understand it. I am the, a child of uh, a military father. You're turning right? the corners? Yeah, okay. I do. Um, there's a right way to tuck and there's a wrong way to tuck, right? Um, and, you know, people say, what do you do for... I, I fold laundry. It's a Zen activity. Um, my father used to turn it into a science, right? Put them in a drawer a certain way. Dick, dick, dick. Right. Um, Very regimented. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't make him a bad guy. That didn't make him bad. No, know. not at all. He was a wonderful guy. He died far too young. Um, but I have great respect for veterans, right? Great respect. We should be doing at the local, state, and national level of government. Yeah. We should be doing everything we can for these veterans. And this Absolutely. goes back to what my, my uh, subject we were talking about earlier about yeah. Claire Path and those guys. It is a disgrace that in the richest country on, in the history of the world, the most free country in the history of the world, that men and women that went off and fought for this country, put their life and the future happiness of their family on the line, could be homeless or hungry any yeah. day ever. Okay. 
And right. so if you wanted to use city money yep. to do that, I would be okay with it. Yep. I'm sure some of the councils would be upset, yep. but I'd be okay with it yep. because I think one of the most important functions of government is to take care of the people that allows this government to continue being the way that it is. Yes. So I'm, 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 I'm perfectly okay well, with that. I, but I was surprised when Jessica just jumped all over you on that yeah. because I'm hearing you say, we're going to give stuff to veterans. And she's like, yeah. it shouldn't be a gift. This isn't your money. Yeah. What are you doing? As if you're just like yeah. randomly giving, yeah. you know, movie passes to people. Yeah. And, and so I think part of that is I'm going to give her a pass on that because uh, I probably didn't do as good a job explaining as I could have. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other piece is, you know, when you think about veterans, we need to do more to your point uh, for veterans housing in the city of Methuen. Right. And so uh, sooner or later, I'm going to have a, once we get our new VSO in place, uh, we're going to do a lot more. We're going to have discussions with American Legion and VFW about uh, what are the things that we could do. You working with Jerry Maguire? Huh? You working with Jerry Maguire over there? Well, uh, he's been in to see me. Yep. So, yeah, I have talked to him. Good guy. He's in my book. Yep. Yeah, he was a little vocal as a critic in the beginning, but I think we we once we met each other, he's got we a, got to he's common got a very strong personality. Yep, and I think it turns off a lot of people when they first meet till they get to know him, till they realize yeah. he's got a good heart. Yeah, but he 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 sometimes speaks and emotionally kind of like you do when I answer the phone. No, um, and I, and, I, and I think sometimes he blows up a little too fast. But hey, if I went through what that guy went through, yeah, I probably have a lot more psychological yeah. problems than that. I so, agree. agree. You know, I mean, so you know, I'd like to do something housing-wise uh, before my time as mayor is up. Convince the Legion and VFW that you know the opportunity is there for us. There should be veteran housing in Methuen. There should be. And I know there is. I know that we need more. Yep, but we do need right? more. We need more, and it's going to be run correctly. It can't be run the way Vnuk's being run right now. Well, and I'm not going to make that claim because uh, I met Ed Mitchell. Um, I was impressed. So I know when people smile and they're nice, and you have lunch and they say nice things, people think that they're actually. Nice. I didn't have lunch with them. People think that they're actually good people, but I've learned in politics over the thirty-five plus years I've been doing this, yeah, that just because somebody's nice when you have lunch and they seem like a good guy doesn't make them a good guy. Well, and, and I learned that about so, Mike Samad too. So, so one, of, oh my God, here we go again with Mike. Mike's a great guy. Um, so, um. You know, one of the things I sit back and look after 10 months in office is, um, and, and people, uh, I'm not politically savvy. I'm not a true politician. And sometimes I lead with my heart, and that's something, um, you know, I, I don't know if I'll be able to change that. I'll be honest with you. Right? You, so. you, you don't have a political bone in your body. And 90% of the time in the position that you're in right now, that's a good thing. Yeah. All right. The other 10%, though. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Yeah. And there are times when, you know, uh, we had a conversation. We did. And you you misunderstood something that I said, yep. thinking that Nick DiZaglio was my source on a story. Okay, fine. You misunderstood it. Whatever. I, I, we, what, we, what I actually had said was that I got a quote from him, which I did. It was in the story. Um, you don't, if that was true, if that had been true. Yeah. You don't blurt it out at a city council meeting. Like you need to think politically about these things. I'm not. I'm not a politician. I you know that. I, that. Know I don't that. think politically. I'm not. And I say this: Do I want to be your mayor for a second term? I do. Uh, do I think I'm doing a reasonable job? I do. Do I make mistakes all the time? All right. Go back into what I said. I'm always looking at what I coulda, shoulda, woulda done better. Right. Um, before I get to council meetings, and I won't take the shot that's laying there. Um, but I, 
I can say this, and I can look at myself in the mirror, I can look at you in the eye and say, every decision I make, I'm not making because group A or group B want me to, I'm, I sit back and say, what is the best thing for the city of Methuen? I believe that. I believe that. And sometimes I do the right thing and sometimes I do the wrong thing. And that's that's who I am, baby. Right? right. So you got to get used to that. But, um, I'll, but I'm I like to screw up. But I like that you owned it. Yeah. Because I respect that. And um, I would expect that if you had made the mistake that I made, yeah. that you would have picked up the phone and you would have called that employee and you would have apologized too. I would have. Yeah. I, I, I would have. I believe that. I think the world of that employee, by the way. I, I, I think too. the world of all my employees, and I, you know, for the employees that are watching, I want you to understand something. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not about sweeping anything under any rug, anytime. So you want to get rise out of me? Question my integrity, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's question- why I'm pissed at Mike Samad. I'm not mad that he disagrees yeah. with me on things. Yeah. I'm mad that he he didn't just question my integrity. He attacked it. I'm gonna I'm gonna schedule. I'm gonna go back to the office and schedule a hug it out lunch. Mm-hmm. So not between you and I, because I really want. Yeah, I still want to stay mad at you. Um, I'm okay I, with that, by the way. I know. Me yeah, too. That's fine. I, I'm. Irish, quick to boil. See when the we first for a when while. the first person told me about the employee, it wasn't a story. Yeah, and I didn't write it. Yeah, because like I said, a lot of people get COVID. Yeah, um, but then when I got when uh, totally unrelated, I got a copy of an email. Yeah, that you know this might impact the meeting. This might impact the election. Now it's a story, and and yeah. and. Again, I w- I would never purposely put someone's See, name in it. That's, name that's in unfortunate it. because it's, in my view, opinion as the mayor, it's an overreaction. So the citizens of Methuen elected me to make sure that I respond to a situation like that and make sure it's under control. We did it. Mm-hmm. So every, you know, we have, and I want to say this so people, we have plenty of poll workers who were nowhere near City Hall. Mm-hmm. We're going to have them tested if they if they want to because they were dealing with the public all day. Right. Right now, if any of those folks, please God, don't let them be positive. It doesn't mean that they got it from that employee. Yeah, they could have got it from anywhere. Correct. Right. So they they saw people. Were they wearing masks? They were. Right. I went to every polling place. I looked around. The people were doing a hell of a job. Right. And Ann McGurn Druin, who's the employee of the month for the city of Methuen for November, and the team in the city's clerk office did a fantastic job. Fantastic. Uh, they were there till ten forty-five. I saw the hard work that they put in, Tammy DeGrazia, Marie, all the, all, Mike Rubino, all of them, right? All the hard work that they put in to get the results out there, uh, true professionals. How many ballots were rejected in Methuen? Were there a lot of ballots I don't rejected? know that off the top of my head. I, I won't lie to you. Yeah. So um, I'm sure there were some, and I'll get you an answer, but um, not as many as you'd think, yeah. I think is the answer, right? Um, I can tell you there was a lot more write-ins than than we're really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, at halfway through the night on election night, someone called me. They gave me four precincts. Trump was up significantly. In um, Methuen? In Methuen. Then I looked at the Boston Globe about three hours later, and it said it went totally Joe Biden. How did Methuen go? Where did Methuen go? Uh, 14,000 and change for Biden and Harris. Uh, almost 11,000 for Trump. And you had 35,000 people showed up to vote? We had more than that because some people voted for other candidates. And in your race, you had what, 10,000? the mayor. <laughs> in, in, your, in, in your race, you only had 10,000 show yeah. up. How do you, how, does, how do the elected officials in Methuen get those kind of numbers for a mayor's race, a council yeah, race? So how do you get those people who care about so their community great, and their country to get more involved in the local? So I think part of it is messaging. So uh, we've got 12 months. We've got to keep it in front of the people. We've got to make sure that that the same kind of people that are weighing in all over social media are as interested and 
you know, because the decisions, the, the one thing that that person posted that I agree with in the last four months is the decisions are made at the local level, right? That's that's where the rubber's hitting the road. Right. All um, the power is at the local level. Yeah. And and so um, local boards, I, people say, don't realize I, local boards of health have more power than the Congress. They do. Yeah. So I, I you know, I have great respect for the city council. Um, I don't always agree with them. I think it's a circus. Well, so, but, but again, so we like, can like, live in like, that. So like, last night there, there were some, some points where we probably didn't, none of us did ourselves proud. Um, there's one segment of the meeting I wish I could have back. Um, but the bottom line is, you know, you, we're human beings. You are all, you, you, uh, this is going to be a shock to you. You are not a perfect human being. Not even right? close. Right. You are with all your flaws who you are. I am with all my flaws who I am. And some of that is what makes us who we are. Um, I guess, you know, if I was grading the performance last night, I wouldn't give any of us a good grade. But I say... Oh, I don't know. I think Councilor Ziegler was very professional. I think yeah. Councilor Ferretro was very uh, professional. Yeah. I think, uh, for the most part, uh, Steve Saber was very professional. Yeah. Even though he threw a shot at me. Um, he did? But but I think... I gotta that, watch the meme. And then. I think Ali, Ali Safi acts very professional. And then and then it starts to break down. Like, you get those four. Yeah, but I... And then so, it starts to so break get, down. In different meetings, everybody does... Looks different to me. Yeah. Right? It's how you approach it. I, I, I just know. want the politics at the table to stop. I want them to stop attacking the chief, wait for an audit. I want them to stop taking votes of no confidence against people while there's an audit going on. I want them to up, stop. Huh? I want... I want the, I, because you know what? Uh, Everybody thought when this council came on board, yeah. they took a sigh of relief and said, finally, the nonsense is over. Yeah. And it's not. It's actually worse now. If you go back four years and you look at what was going on in the council four years ago, as many problems as they had, it was not the circus that we're seeing right now. Sure. Um, okay. That's your view. I, I, I guess you got to give uh, people a mulligan once in a while. That's my view. Once in a while is fine, right. but every meeting's not. And no, every I don't, single I don't meeting. I see it happen in every meeting every with meeting, everybody. Every meeting, Jessica is starting fights. Every yeah. meeting, Samad is throwing shots at the chief. Every meeting, Makati's throwing a shot at somebody. It, it's every meeting. And if it wasn't every meeting, like you said, I'm a very open-minded guy. I, even people I don't like on the council, like McCarty and Saber, I'd be willing to give them a mulligan too. Yeah. But when it's every meeting, every meeting, do the city's business. And if you want a politic, go on Facebook, call the Tribune, call me, call a radio station if you want a politic. But it doesn't belong at the table. And this is one of the reasons I wanted Eunice Ziegler to be the council president at the beginning of this. You did? Because I knew that if Jim McCarty became council president, it would be nothing but politics for the time he was council president. Yeah. And he proved me right. I I would tell you that I think process-wise he typically does a good job. Process-wise he does, but he's got to stop politicking at the table. And he's got to start he's got to stop passing the gavel. Now, he I've did been, last I've night. Been, I've been complaining about that since day he 1. He did last night. Only after he was forced. No. Oh, yes, go back and watch it. Only after he was forced. Nick Desaglio forced uh, DJ Boragad to take the take the helm and he did. He did fine. Council vice chair. And then after that, he said I'm going to give the gavel over because I want to talk about something and that's fine. But it's got to be at every meeting. If you're going to speak on an issue, if you're the council president, you need to pass the gavel because then if you say something that's out of order, yeah. someone's got to be there to rule you out of order. Right. And I think that would. I think if he passed the gavel more, you'd have less nonsense at the table. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Well, Not that it's uh, worth so anything, up to them, you know. Um, you know, I think they oh, they vote for a chair again. You know, in January. In January, I heard right. Right. So uh, that's up to them. Yeah. And and like I said, much I, I'm not I would love my beacon that. I would love it to be anybody who's just not controversial. 
So not Jessica, not not Steve, not McCarty. Maybe Beauregard, maybe Eunice, maybe um, maybe Joel, anybody else. But it's got to just be somebody that's just going to get in, just going to sit there and run the meeting and not play politics. That's what that's what I want. That's what I think most people in Methuen want. Yeah. They want the circus to stop. Yeah, it's I agree with that. it's I entertaining. Agree with that. It's great ratings, yeah. right? But they want the circus well, to stop. They but, want this city to, a, to run efficiently. So, so many of the meetings before last. So last night, you know, we 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 didn't do a great job on multiple issues, not yeah. just the issue we talked but about. But I, I would tell you that um, I think the meetings have been getting better. That's my personal view. Um, and even as somebody who who can frequently get attacked in the meetings. Uh, my view is that it's getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, last night, things got emotional. People are emotional. But they were emotional without any information. Like, they purposely whipped themselves up over partial information. It, 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 there's, there's no need for that. There's no need for that. Well, if that uh, was a board, if that I was... go back to root If cause. that was the board of the Valley Patriot, I would have fired every one of them. Uh, uh, root cause, uh, probably me too. Um, yeah, you go back to root cause. I think it's understanding what the job of council is and what the job right. of the mayor is, right? right? They and think where the difference. They is. think most of them think you work for them. They think that that you work for them and well, you have to answer live, to them. They live in Methuen, so I do work for them. Well, but they, I work but for they the think as councilors, they think as councilors, yeah. you work for them. Their job is to and legislate cons- and oversight. My job is to and I'm their to job make is, it happen. No, their job is budget and policy. Yeah. There's no oversight. It's budget uh, and they, policy. It's an oversight piece. They get an oversight piece. Based on budget and policy. Yeah. But they shouldn't be calling you and saying, how many, so, how many paper clips did you buy? So, uh, let me Why just, didn't you let tell me, me that there was but, an accident on Route Let me just 30. say this. So um, we agreed to disagree, and, and I say this respectfully. You know, Council Saber, Council McCarty, and um, somebody else, I can't remember who, um, all believed that the CAFO, they wanted to rescind TR in 1983 so that the CAFO would report to the council. For the record, I disagree with that. I've had uh, a pretty in-depth conversation with Sean Cronin, the FSO, and I understand why that was created. Um, and, you know, whether I'm there two terms, three terms, or, you know, I, I leave next November, it makes no difference. To me, that job belongs with the, the CAFO is fantastic, and her integrity is unquestionable. And, you know, we need to figure out a way that, uh, there's greater communication on um, financial performance to the council. To me, that's that's the fin- uh, fiscal analyst position. Um, and you know, if if the current fiscal analyst ends, ends up leaving, we should be talking about you know hiring somebody with munis experience. But that's for the council to debate, not for me. Right? That's their call. Just like it's their call on who they hire for solicitor. Um, I don't think the council should be hiring anybody. I think the executive should hire, and, and everyone who works for City Hall should answer to the... And Lawrence does the same thing. In Lawrence, the city clerk works for the, for yeah. the, for the city council. Yeah. I don't know if... I don't think that's... A, right. That's city not, clerk works... For, oh, for the city... No, the not the too? city clerk. Excuse me. So the city, the, council clerk, the city clerk in Lawrence and the city attorney in Lawrence works for the council, not yeah. the mayor. Yeah. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Because now you've got nine people who don't agree on how many steps there are in front of City Hall, now in charge of personnel, and that's just not their role. Well, and everybody talks about, you know, people talk about, you know, how the rest of the world. So if you're running a major corporation, the CFO reports to the CEO. Right. Right. As it should be. As it should be. Or the COO, depending on the structure, right? Right. Um, There's a cohesiveness. That has nothing to do with transparency, though. Right. The council 
the citizens, everybody has a right to transparency to see we're putting ClearGov in on the website so the resident can see what we're spending and what we're spending it on, right? And believe me when I tell I look at every purchase rec we place with the city of Methuen, right? Uh, ask the poor CAFO, ask her 150 questions a day. Right. So I know we're running over. Yeah, so we are. Bad. So that's, that's my you, fault. That's your fault. Do you have anything you want to leave us with? Is there something people need to know about something that's coming up? Something I'm that's mad going at you. on? You're not mad at me. I am. You're not mad I'm at me. Duke you out. Nick DeZaglio was not my source. And if he was, I certainly wouldn't have told you he was my source. Uh, for you, already, sure. you already posted that on Facebook. I know. And I resisted the temptation to go, I know, but liar, I could, but liar, I, but, pants on but fire. I, but no. I have every third comment on my thing is, when are you going to tell him that? When are you going to tell him that? When are you going to tell when him what you said tell on who Facebook? What? When are you going to say to his face what you said on Facebook last night? So You I, said I, it. I, well, yeah, I did. You said it before the show. I know. And I told you. That's all right. Right? I gave you the That's raspberry. Um, so uh, we're going to do something special for the holidays. We're working on the planning on that. I don't want to. Let the cat out of the bag. We got some great ideas. Um, You're not but, canceling Christmas. N- uh, no. Okay, just checking. The Grinch cancels right, Christmas. Exactly. exactly. Uh, my face will appear on Grinch ads. I'll come as Mayor the. Perry. I'll come as the Grinch. I see you as the Grinch. Yeah, I come as the Grinch. Um, so the camera bid will happen in December. Okay. Uh, so, um, you know, we're we're focused on the Cures Act funding because you have to use it before December thirtieth. Ah. Uh. Is there more coming after January, or do we not know? Is so that, we don't know. That's that's what we're waiting for. And right? I'm appealing to some of our state legislators to kind of help out there. Mm-hmm. There's some things we got in mind. Um, the appropriation last night allowed me to give the furloughs back to the uh, AFSME, A, the unaffiliated, and the department heads, uh, which puts everybody who made concessions on the same playing field. Okay. Right? They all gave up their steps for the year. Uh, we, we can't afford to give those back, but... Um, you know, we're, we're trying to do some other things. Um, you know, uh, over and above that, I, I mean, there's like a million things going on. I'm looking at at, uh, at my notes from last night so that I can tell you. Um, can you look at them quickly? Yeah. Uh, Halloween. Uh, the veterans, I, I want to remind people of the veteran service. The ESO position will be posted Monday, 11-9. Please apply. Uh, VFW and American Legion are conducting events on the 11th. Uh, those will probably be restricted, um, but I'm going to go to them. I talked about Andrewan, Amiguer and Druin being the employee of the month. Uh, Ernie Bach, I talked about Jody and uh, uh, Joe Daniels. Thank you very much. Um, and I talked about the 1945 um, uh, recession. Nope, so no, no breaking news for us before we go. Breaking news. Mayor's running again. Mayor's running again. Well, we already had that. All right. Sorry. All right. Listen, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, Janet McLennan. McLennan Realty. I love Janet McLennan. Century 21 McLennan. I'm going to marry her someday. She's the bomb. Usually I date women much younger than me, but for for Janet, I'd make an an exception. Well, Alan won't like that, and I'm a big fan of his, so I'm on his side. That's fine. That's fine. AFC Urgent Care. We love AFC. Lisa Williams. Williams And her husband. uh, Ron Marsan, Marsan and Marsan and Son Construction, and uh, we're hoping to have him on the show. He's got a Veterans Day breakfast, free Veterans Day breakfast. I think Country it's Kitchen. Saturday, but I'll post it on the Facebook. Yep, uh, at Country Kitchen, and you can for, do curbside pickup. Yep, for eight to ten, I think, from eight to ten or eight to eleven. Barelli's Deli, best deli meats you're going to get anywhere. Amen. I always go to Thwaites to get my steaks and my chicken, and then I go to Barelli's to get my sliced meats. Fantastic. Clear Path New England for veterans, helping homeless veterans um, and helping veterans who need uh, services. Try the chop suey at Thwaites. 
Chop suey at the waist? It's fantastic. Really? Oh, my God. All right. I'm, you know what? I will try that. And the French meat stuffing? Second to none. Really? Oh, my God. It's French, though. It's got the meat in it. Yeah, but most, I love thing, it. most, I things, made my order most things French aren't that good. Oh, oh, you know. Oh, listen, my grandparents were French, yeah. and 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 I can tell you that. I'm going to say it wrong. Uh, their I cuisine love, is almost as bad as the Jews. What's the meat pie? Coton. I'm going to say that wrong. Crouton. Correct me. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, some, some, pe- some people think so. Pork uh, pies. JG's ice cream. We love the Jafita brothers over at JG's ice cream. Yep. Um, they, they, they're, they're very good to the community, and they've been very good to me, actually. Uh, they've so, been very good to me. So uh, so we want to thank them. Andover Optical, our new sponsor. So I just I j- literally just bought new glasses like me two too. weeks ago. Yeah. And I wish that I'd waited another week because I would have gone to Andover Optical. But when I get my second pair, I am going to go to Andover Optical. And please go to Andover Optical. And let them know that you appreciate that they sponsored this show because I'm sure they're going to be getting calls from people that want to boycott the show. Yep. So we want to offset that even a little bit. Um, and a free uh, shout out to North Andover Car Wash, Don Sign Tech in North Andover, and Four Star Lighting and Electric. And Electric is the important part. Uh, a free shout out also to Climate Designs. Thank you, Ben Kitchen, my fine, fine producer. You can roll that up. Uh, Maya Perry, thank you for coming in. I think yep. this is going to be our highest rated show of the year. I was watching the numbers throughout the they show. They were expecting me to slug you. Well, they, they were expecting. I'll, I'll do it. Well, you made a comment last night that I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in his place tomorrow. <laughs> I did, and it was the and it was the best publicity for the show ever. <laughs> because the minute we signed on, there were 500 people watching. Yeah, so we're going outside to wrestle now. So we, come to the park. We are. And when is when is poker? We're we gonna start doing Friday pokers now. I've been asking that since, uh, since March. I can't be in groups more than ten. We don't have ten people play poker. All right, usually like five or six. Well. My Friday nights, I usually have a date with a blanket. A blanket? That's yeah. not what I heard. I, I heard you had a date with a woman. I heard, I heard you're doing okay for yourself over there. Did you? That's what I heard. That's uh, all legend. No, my kids will no. tell you. I'm, I'm he's, a le- he's a legend, all right. I'm home not under my blanket. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Well, listen, Melvin Taylor says we got to go home. So go home already. And thank you, Mayor Perry, for coming on. All right. Good see you. See you, brother. Telling you to go The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.